Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So in case you guys didn't notice, (laughs) we didn't record last week and we didn't release an episode. And it's because we were together. Yep. We took a week. Well, we decided it before we were together that it was just yeah. a good week to take a rest. Yeah. And I, and that's good because rest is important. Yeah. And yeah. we thought about too, we were like, well, maybe we'll record when we're together. And then we were together and we were like, maybe we'll just be together. Just be. Yeah. And, and we stayed up every night talking like we were recording it could have been about 20 podcast episodes but i think it was just it was just special because we were together i was gonna say every day and night like (laughs) we could have easily recorded about 20 episodes yeah yeah for sure (laughs) because the things or a few of the things we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about tonight today or what we talked about when we were together and we were like we should probably mention that on the podcast yeah we're also all thrown off because we're off our normal <laughs> schedule you were just like tonight today today i know Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what's happening i know i know so we wanted to start with the words of the week right and then yes. move into our conversation yeah. and then we'll go carly and what? i talked about a lot of things when we were in person and as you all know, Carly writes and she had a piece that she had written already. And then we were talking about a few different metaphors in person and they just applied really well to life. So that's what we decided that we were going to talk about. Well, and it's, it's kind of crazy to me because it seems like it happens all the time where we start talking about something and I'm like, wait, I think I wrote about this. And then I go back to my notes and I'm like, I literally wrote about this like two weeks ago. And yes, God brings this stuff back up and is like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me make sure I'm on the right. Yeah, this one. All right. Tossed between this moment and eternity. I live in this tension. Zoom in, zoom out. This moment, eternity. I think of the depths in which my heart's capacity to love has been broadened by becoming a mother. Then I'm humbled by the fact that it cannot even touch the depth in which God loves all of us, his kids. I think of the twists and turns this life takes us on. Our free will gives us an illusion of control. No matter what I've done, what's gone right, what's gone wrong, what's brought me down, one thing remains. God's not finished with me here because if he was, he would bring me home. It's disrespectful the amount of times I've taken that for granted. Blinded by my own stuff, not recognizing that the very breath in my lungs is because God said so. As a mother, I find myself wrestling with how I'm raising my children. How will I make sure they know they're loved? How will I make sure they know about God? How will I make sure I'm not messing everything up? 
The humbling truth is that I'm not powerful enough to mess up God's ultimate sovereign plan for myself or for my children. The more that I learn, the more that I realize that knowing everything and not knowing God actually equals knowing nothing at all. Everything we need is from the overflow of what God has already established. He knew us before we were formed in our mother's womb. Just think about what that actually means. People argue about when life begins and disregard the fact that life is so because God says so. Period. How foolish all of this technology and information has made us. Parenting books fill stores and draw parents into the illusion that being informed will save our children and magically make everything okay. Coming from a place of hurt and longing to do what's right is a goal I think we've all experienced at one point or another. The illusion is very inviting. If we recall, we're not the first people in history that have been seduced by the knowledge of good and evil. I've searched and I've found that my children will forget a lot of the things I say and do. Because of this, I have to be aware of what makes things stick. This is where the zooming in and zooming out comes into play. Just like knowing everything and knowing nothing about God equals knowing nothing at all, loving our children is the same. Loving our children and not making God's love known to them, well, I think you know where I'm going with this. The reality that our ego has a hard time facing is the fact that raising children is less about us and way more about eternity. It has everything to do with us and simultaneously nothing to do with us. It's easy to get caught up thinking that just because they're here with us, that this must be the whole point. Overinflating and underinflating our role here leads to chaos on both ends of the same spectrum. While our time here is certainly important, this is not where the story ends. Zoom in, zoom out. This moment, eternity. I pray that my pursuit of my children imperfectly represents the relentless pursuit of their heavenly father. As I pray to have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart to receive, let the way that I love my children do the same. If the way that I'm living and loving is ever a misrepresentation of that, Lord, please bring me back. And the amazing part is he does. The most, I remember when you sent that to me and the line that always gets me is when you say I'm here or we're here or I'm still doing this or I'm still alive or I'm still breathing because God says so. Period. It's it's like something that people just forget. Yeah. It's, um, I think I've been overwhelmed with the fact that we obviously know that parenting has everything to do with us. The choices that we make, the way that we raise our children, the way that we speak to our children, the way we love, the way we live, all of these things are so important. We spend week after week talking about how you and I are living in conviction and we care so deeply about how we're living and having our family. And at the same time, it is not just us. It's not about us. It's not like we don't have the final say. 
we're not powerful enough to mess up what God has for our children. So it's like this tension of like, wow, what I do, it really matters. And it matters to God what we do. And at the same time, God is so much bigger and knows so much more. And we have to surrender to the fact that he is the Lord of our lives. It's both. We have to remember that, yes, we play a role. However, it's not the ultimate role. Yeah. And I think so many people forget that, myself included. I've I've been there. And sometimes I do. And that's like what we were talking about. I don't know if we recorded about it. We were just talking about it. But (laughs) when we unintentionally run away or step back or not tuned in to God and what he's talking about and what he's putting on our minds, hearts. And it's, it's not on purpose. I do think that it's obviously important for us to remember he has, he has his plan for us. He has his plan for our kids. And so we can do as much as we can here and it's still not ultimately up to us. Yeah. We were talking about, the analogy, I'm I'm not sure where I heard this first, and I wish I could give Such somebody credit. One. I'm sure it was on a sermon or somebody said something, but it's a car analogy. And it's like, okay, so you have the gear shifter and having the car in park is like, oh, God's taking care of everything. So it doesn't really matter what I do. Having the car in drive is, okay, I'm in control. I got this. I know everything. I'm so smart because I've read all these books and I know everything and I'm all this technology and information and blah, 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 blah. God, I got this. So you can just, I'm good. Just chill out. And so like, those are two extremes. You can't just throw your hands up and be like, okay, I just, I I trust God and I'm not going to do anything. You know, I don't matter. I'm not this. I'm not that. No, you can't do that. And you also can't be like, I know everything. I am so smart. I have all these degrees. I know everything about parenting. I'm, you know, I know it's about that neutral. Yeah. Being in neutral is okay. I am actively putting my car in neutral. That's my part. And the fact that I'm in neutral and I'm willing to do what I need to do. And I'm willing to be interrupted by what God is trying to tell me to do when it comes Mm -hmm. to myself my children, the choices that I make, how I love people, how I speak to people, everything in this life, being willing and surrendered and having a heart posture that is surrendered. Like, okay, God, Mm -hmm. I'm out here doing my best. And let me know if you have something different and I want to change. I want to move and I want to go where you say. Yes. And I think that's something you and I have talked about. And we were even talking about when we were together, just how some of our perspectives have shifted on parenting and not that we still don't care about it to the degree that we do. We obviously do, but it's like what you're saying. There's a lot of really great information and learning that and reading that isn't a bad thing. But if you get to the point where your mindset's like, Oh, I know exactly what I need to do. I know that I'm doing it right. I know I'm never going to hurt my child. Like all these things, that's not real life. So I think it's helpful to a degree and we also need to use discernment that we get from who created us and remember that it's not just us. We're not, it's, it's not us. 
Yeah. And when you were talking about that metaphor or that analogy about being in neutral, that's what it needs to be because actually I've gotten frustrated when people who I've spoken to just say, well, I'm just giving it up to God and they're, they're not doing anything in their own lives. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem. You can't just put it all on God. Yeah. You can't just put it all on him. That's not just his responsibility. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. Obviously tune in with God, talk to him, pray to him, whatever. Yeah. Be specific with what your prayers are. And you need to take steps to, to do what you're asking for. It's not just, okay, God, you do it. You take care of it. That's it. Literally. He has the whole world to take care of. It's not just you. Well, and the fact that God can do whatever he wants to do. Oh, absolutely. He's not waiting on us to be like, okay, God, I'm going to trust you on this. Like he, he doesn't just wait around on us to like, he doesn't need us y'all. He Mm -hmm. wants us to pursue the relationship that he has already pursued in our hearts, in our lives. Mm -hmm. It's a reciprocal thing. He's not just a puppet master, just doing the strings. Like, okay, we're all like robots and you're doing what God says to do. No, he, he wants us to seek him. He wants us to pray about everything, to give everything to the Lord and be like, Lord, I, I want whatever you want in my Mm -hmm. marriage, with my children, Mm -hmm. in this parking lot, (laughs) in in real life, like everything, pray about everything. That's why I think people think like, oh, like this prayer would be silly. No, God wants all of your silly prayers. Mm-hmm. All of the prayers where you're like, Details. that's so specific. That's so, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I, no, he, all of it, all of the angry that- ones, all of the unsure ones, all of the scared ones, all of the God, I this is a desire that I have in my heart and I don't Mm -hmm. know because if it is not what you want, please take that desire away from my heart. He wants Mm -hmm. all of it, all of us. Mm -hmm. And we belong to him and our children belong to him. Well, and like you were saying, sometimes people think, Oh, I, I shouldn't pray about that. That's so little. That's so minuscule. It's too specific. God's not going to hear that, whatever. When you are sitting and you are specific and you are like, God, please help me. Please Mm -hmm. help me. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to do this. I've been trying to do that. I can't do it alone. God shows up. Yeah. The next day, that day, (laughs) that same day. Yeah. And so there are so many things that have happened in both of our lives that it's just undeniably God showing up. Yeah. Because we are open, because we are willing, because we're committed, because we're surrendered. Yeah. And like we were saying before, if you, if you're turned away from him, then you fall back a little bit and yeah. then God's like, I'll just be here when you're ready. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, that's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big deal that he's still there, still trying. Huge deal. And I mean, we all, we talk all of the time about how much God cares about the details. He really cares about the details. He cares about the details. 
And we've probably said that just as much as we've said, there's so many layers on this podcast. <laughs> because we, when you have eyes to see and ears to hear, and you're willing to be interrupted and you're willing to receive those promptings that the Holy Spirit is, he is trying to reach us all the time, whether we mm -hmm. want to realize it or not. And so since we know that, we're over here like, God, I want to see you in everything. I want to hear you mm -hmm. in everything. I want to feel you in everything, every situation, every relationship, every choice that I make. I want it to be because you said so. Mm -hmm. And just, it's almost like a muscle of like, you have to, it, it, is. it is not natural to be like, I have faith and I'll just give it to God and I trust God. And like, he has my best interest because we, we want to control things. We're like, Oh no, I know what's best. Oh my, I mean, making idols out of our desires. It's not bad to have desires and what God desires for us is greater and more and everything that we can't even fathom. If we're not seeking, we don't him. even know. Mm -hmm. We don't even know. And so that willingness, and we went to church when, when I was there and that's literally what the whole sermon was about principles mm -hmm. and promptings. Prompting. So like you have to know the stuff. It's so good. Read your Bible, know your Bible, um, be in the word. you know, all of those things are so good. And are, are we open to receive what God is trying to show us? What he's yes. trying to tell us? I think that's one of the biggest pieces is that. Yeah people can go so long in their lives, not knowing that God is literally trying to hand you things mm -hmm. because you're just in your own world, not paying attention, not talking to God. We were sitting here talking about that. Like Carly's laughing because of what we yeah. were talking about when we were here. Yeah. And then you turn around and you're like, Oh wait, Oh wait, yeah. oh, wait a second. Yeah. Yes. Well, and that's why, we have to have people in our lives to be like, Hey, Olivia, what are you doing? <laughs> can you see that? Like, this is right in front of your face. Like what, what's going on? Mm -hmm. What, what can we really talk about this? What's, what's going on? Because I mean, we, we've talked about that so many times too. Like we talked about that last episode about like when you're in the thick of motherhood and I sat yes. here and I started crying, thinking about like, just, I wish I could go back and like hold my babies and know that 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 season is so important and it's so good, even though it's so hard. We need other people in those hard times to be there and support you and encourage you and to sit with mm -hmm. you and say things like, this is hard and you're capable. Can I help you? Do you need to make a change? What's going on? Can we pray about this? Like, Mm -hmm. we need other people in our lives. We need each we need other. Yeah. Well, and, and it ties into everything that you and I have talked about. Godly friendships change everything. Everything. They gen Seriously, literally everything. Because the other part of it that I don't know if people realize, but you have taught me this in our friendship is just that honesty in a relationship, whether you want to hear it or not, 
is yeah. so important. It's so important because if you're not, if you don't even see it because you're in the thick of something or you don't want to see it or you're yeah. pretending you don't see it, when you have a friend who comes and is like, hey, I'm noticing this. Have you noticed this? Yeah. It's because they love you and because they care. Yeah. And it can shift whatever trajectory you're on in your yeah. life. Yeah. It it changes the whole game. The it whole changes game. the whole game. And like, I was thinking about that because going back to like what I just said about what we were talking about last week. And I said, I made the comment because everybody told me this was terrible. Whoa. And I listened back to that and I was like, were people told really you telling was. me this was when, um, when I was talking about like being in the thick of motherhood of like this, oh, the mm -hmm. hard times and like yes. people don't. And I think this is the part about like being in neutral is like, were people telling me that were, that was terrible or was I not in neutral? Like I was trying to take everything into my own hands. Oh, I got this. Oh, I'll read all the parenting books. Oh, I'll figure out what's best. Oh, I'll like, and I think it's both. I mean, number one, our culture doesn't really support mothers. So you don't really have to be told yeah. anything to be like, oh, this is motherhood and little children are not really valued. But yeah. like that being in neutral, it also applies to like relationships of like mm -hmm. being willing to be interrupted. Like, I don't just having people be able to speak into your life and into your situation. And you and I have been talking about that a lot because it's complicated because yeah. we need people and we're obviously surrounded by people and we're born into families and all of that stuff. And it's the balance of like, who should be speaking into our lives? Right. You know, and like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I think there's a whole like big thing of like emotional equity and relational equity that mm -hmm. I think that conversation about community, it gets left out because yes. people are like, oh, we need people. Oh, we need, you know, we need community. Yeah, we need all that stuff. But we don't want to, you can't just be surrounded by people and say that that's community. That's not, that's not community. When, I don't know what episode we talked about. It was one of the episodes like a while ago where we were talking about, um, like it needs to be someone who you feel safe with, who will come and sit on your couch and like, listen to them, like in, listen to you, try and understand you. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about oh, what episode was that? It was a while ago, but it still applies. It's the same thing. And I was going to say that metaphor that you shared with me before you were even here, where you were talking about where people are in your house mm -hmm. near you. Yeah. Is some people are going to be in your living room on your couch with you. Some people are going to be in the kitchen. Some people are going to be outside. Some are going to be, mm -hmm. some people are going to be on the sidewalk. Some people are going to be mm -hmm. in the driveway. Yeah. When it comes to community, it can't, it can't just be everybody outside. You need to have people who will sit with you and hear you and want to hear you and want mm -hmm. to listen and want to try and understand. Yeah. Because otherwise it's, oh, we go back and forth on like how to maneuver like surface level versus deep conversation. And it yeah. is tricky. 
it is tricky. And at the same time, you won't know what types of relationships you're going to have if you're not willing to have those conversations or at least try. Yeah. Well, and I think, um, I mean, I think back to like my early motherhood days and obviously my, my perception is real because it's how I perceived how things were and like all of the things, but it's like, I don't think that I was in a place where I knew how to be honest, open and transparent. H-O-T. H-O-T. Like Tim Ross says, like, I don't think that I felt safe enough to be vulnerable with people and Mm -hmm. to like actually Mm -hmm. talk about. So when I think about like when I had my first baby and I mean, it was, it was just hard, literally, it was just hard. And, um, I just, I historically have done things where I just pretend like things are okay when they're not okay. And that's another thing. That's a whole nother layer of like, that is having your car and drive. Oh, I'm perceived Mm -hmm. that everything's okay. And this is, everything's good. And I'm, I'm so thankful to be a mother and this is such a blessing. And I can't say one bad thing because then that means I'm ungrateful and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, we have to have people who we can be like, this is so hard. Like I need help. I'm having these Mm -hmm. feelings. I'm having these thoughts. Can you please like speak into my life? Can you pray for me? Can I, because I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I keep replaying last episode that like comment that I made in my life in, in my head, because Mm -hmm. I really don't think that people were telling me that it was terrible, but I think I felt like it was terrible. And I felt like you were telling yourself that. And I, and I feel like I couldn't be open and honest about like what I was going through because it wasn't just, I was going through that. I was going through a lot of other things within my marriage, within my extended family. There was a lot of things going on at that time. And it just goes back to that. Like we need people (laughs) that just know us that know us and love us and are willing to be encouraging and also speak truth and be willing to like hurt our feelings. If it is for the greater good of like, Hey, I love you. And that's why I'm telling Mm -hmm. you this because you Mm -hmm. can't live like this. Yeah. You're drowning. And I'm, I don't, I don't want to sit here and co-sign on that. Yeah. And that's the thing within our society today, everybody's afraid of hurting everybody's feelings. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. And so that's where even, even the, the parenting books, like we've talked about this, our feelings are going to get hurt. Our children's feelings are going to get hurt Yeah. to try to eliminate all of that. It's impossible. It's impossible. And sometimes the most important conversations are when someone hurts your feelings because you weren't willing to see and or hear and or believe what was going on in your own life. Yeah. And somebody needed to call you out on it. Yeah. And it's it's not because they're trying to be mean. It's because they love you. Yeah. And they care about you. Yeah. We have to stop being afraid of hurting each other's feelings because that's not always a bad thing. Yeah. 
Well, and we can't be afraid of hurting our children's feelings. <laughs> because for the sake of raising them for eternity, y'all. Yeah. There, there is, and not like we're intentionally hurting their feelings, but like right. children need to know that like, hey, my mom actually has my best interest. Mm-hmm. So when you're building relational equity with your children, that's because you are filling a bucket. Yes. You're pouring in this bucket of emotional equity, relational equity. You're loving them. You're caring about them. You're supporting them in a real way. That's healthy. It's not codependent. It's not any of the <laughs> generational parenting that is not working It's like, I love you because God made you and I am here to show you God's love and to love you in a way that makes that so obvious and to speak into you because God created you. And I want to be, I want to help you be exactly who God made you to be. And I love you from now to eternity. Yes. So that bucket that you're pouring into, you're going to have to dump some out because that's Mm -hmm. the, Hey, you need to knock it off. Yes, because it's real. It's not real life. That's the thing is that, and I think that why that's why, like we're saying, a lot of these parenting things are have been helpful, sure. And at the same time, it's led people astray and led people to just be permissive all the time because they don't want to hurt their kids' feelings. And then what does that do for your child? Yeah. And I mean, my views have completely changed on it. Yeah. You your your child is going to be upset. Your child yeah. needs to hear no. Your child yeah. needs to hear knock it off. Yeah. It's not saying be an abusive parent. It's not saying yell yeah. at them all the time. It's not saying intentionally hurt their feelings and not care about their feelings. It's no, I, this is what needs to happen Yeah. because I love you and because I care mm-hmm. about you and your well-being. Yeah. And you, yes. you probably won't like a lot of that and that's okay. Yeah. And that's the like... I love that you and I have been on this journey of like unlearning trying to take take into consideration, like, okay, what are these generational parenting patterns that are like not working? Like we know for sure this is not working. Okay. How can we take that and we can honor where we've come from and honor the sacrifices and love of the people that have gone before us And now we live in this generation where everybody thinks they know everything because there's parenting experts and books and all of this stuff. And then reconciling the fact that like, okay, we are all different. Who we come from is different. Our life experiences are different and we can read books and get all the knowledge. And it's still not up to us because these are God's children. And I, it's not up to, yeah. Yeah. And I, we, we said, because I mean, I used to have like a motherhood blog or whatever you want to call it on Instagram. And I remember telling Mm -hmm. people like, you are the expert on your child. Mm -hmm. And now I don't disagree with that. I think God gives everybody their children on purpose because you were supposed to have them. It's, it's not an accident at all. And at the same time, if we're telling parents that it's all up to them. If you just read this book, if you just take this course, if you just do this parenting method, all the trauma right. and all the things that have hurt you and they'll never feel like you felt when you're like, we're selling, not even we, I'm not even going to say we're doing that. The world is selling parents this like, 
if you just do this, then everything will be all right. Mm -hmm. And that is a lie. Mm -hmm. That is the illusion of safety, the illusion of control, control, the illusion of, I mean, I was literally thinking back like, oh, in the Garden of Eden, they were convinced to eat from the tree of the fruit of knowledge of good and evil. And they yeah. thought, oh, well, if I just know what God knows, oh, then I'll be, I'll be smart. I'll, I'll know stuff. It is seducing, literally. Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, well, yeah. I can just do this. And then I think intentions are good, right? I want to be a good mom. I want to be a good, but it's like. Well, I think that I love that you just said that because I think that's the thing, right? Is that we've talked about how society and parenting and all of that has made people believe that I have to do it all myself. It's all up yeah. to me. Yeah. If I know this, if I know that, if I study, if I do this, I, I'll know it all. And then mm -hmm. I got it and it's all going to be fine. And that's yeah. not real. And also, like you were saying, I think the word seduce is it's, it's spot yeah. on. Yeah. If I just do this, if I just do that, if I just do this, and then people are chasing things their whole lives, thinking that they're going to, they're going to ultimately get there. And the thing is, is that he has an ultimate plan for you yeah, and your children and your family. Yeah. yeah. And so you can do all these things and still not get to what you want because if it's not part of his plan, then that's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> And it's the whole, like, obviously our past matters. And I think obviously there's a, there's a good conversation about like dealing with your childhood and dealing with trauma. Absolutely. All those things are good conversations. Mm -hmm. I think that's just another layer of like, it is up to you to erase all generational trauma that has ever happened in your family. It's like, what? There is no one person that is going to save you except for the blood of Jesus Christ. And he already did that. Yeah. So just reconciling Works. that within our, within our brain, it's like what we do matters and mm -hmm. we are not the savior of ourself. We are not the savior of our children. It's a relationship. It's a lifetime thing of messing up, of praying, of surrendering to God, of all of these things is what makes you a good parent. Mm -hmm. Kids don't need perfect parents. They need humble parents who love there them enough to know that what God has for us is better than any idea that I could come up with myself or any idea mm -hmm. that I could come up with from a parenting book. Mm-hmm. Loving our children enough to know that the most important thing that we do is we point them towards God, not point them towards us. Like I know everything I, I know. No, the way that we love them shows them God's love for them. That's yeah, and, what, that's what we need to do. And reminding them, Hey, God loves you. Yeah. He created God you. God loves you. He created you. About you. He created everything about you. There is nothing mm -hmm. about you that is an accident. There is nothing nope. about you that is just by chance or by luck mm -hmm. or by whatever. Mm -hmm. Everything about every single one of us is because God said so. P. 
period. And we are living, (laughs) we are living (laughs) the overflow of that. We are. I think the main lesson that I, that God just like continuously has been treating, like telling me and showing me and just like (laughs) teaching me over and over again, no matter how much I'm like, no God, but what about (laughs) this? But what about this? Or what about this? Or see, I told you or whatever. He is like, Carly, you are not powerful enough to mess up what I have for you and your children. I gave you free will because I love you. And I want you to seek me in all things. Mm -hmm. Just because you make one false move or mess up or make a decision, or you don't know what you're supposed to do. It doesn't unravel the whole plan of the one who created us. We're not power. We are special. We're not that special. We are made in the image of God and he loves us and he calls us worthy. He calls us love. He calls us all of these things that are so good. And we're, we're not that special y'all. We're just Mm -hmm. not. that. And also in the sermon this weekend, they were like, you're smart. You're not that smart. You're not that smart. This applies to like all, you can do all the research, all the readings, all that stuff. And you still don't, it's still not just you. Yes. Not up to you. Yes. So it's not, it's not a bad thing to better yourself and to want to learn. And you have to remember that ultimately it's not up to you. As long as everything we do is surrendered to God. Mm -hmm. Everything. He wants it all people. He wants every single aspect of us, of our marriages, of our parenting, of our coworker relationships, of the jobs we do. He wants every part of it, every part of every choice that we make. He created us, so it would probably be good to consult him. (laughs) (laughs) Check in every now and then. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. And... I think it's just that constant, like, it's like a muscle. It really is a muscle. It is. Like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what my intuition says. Okay, let me check that. Let me pray about that. Let me go to God's word. Let me make sure that this isn't just me. And let me talk to a friend. Let me yeah. talk to somebody who knows me and knows my heart and knows my family. Yeah. And knows how I live in conviction and honors me in doing that. Let me consult mm-hmm. the people around me that... I mean, that, that's what it's all about, y'all. Seriously. People who genuinely care, godly friendships, people who are willing to sit and talk with you and remind yeah. you that God created you and God has a purpose for you and God has a plan for you and your family and your kids. Yeah. And it's not just on you. And so much of it comes down to identity. Yeah. The most important thing about our children is not that they're our children. It's that they're God's children. The most important thing about you and I is not that we're mothers. It's that we're God's kids. Mm -hmm. And everything we do from that, we have the honor and the privilege of being a mother 
the marriage and having children, God loves that stuff. And we glorify God when we do that. Yeah. It's not, it, that's not why God loves us though. Mm-mm. That That's not why God loves us. He's not like, Oh, no. well you're married. Now I love you more. Oh, you have all these kids. Now I love you more. No, he's like, Carly, I love you because I created you. Olivia, Mm -hmm. I love you because I created you. Everybody who's listening to you, God loves you because he created you. Because he created you. Mm -hmm. And every decision you make and every, anywhere you go in this whole world, he wants to be a part of that. And he wants you to know what, yes, he wants you to know what your identity is rooted into and that everything else is the overflow of what God already said. So he already said, so mm-hmm. and we're Amen. just down here thinking we're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got it all figured out. We are smart. We're not that smart. Yeah. Not that smart. Not that smart. We are special. We're not that special. Mm-hmm. Yep. We have free will, not enough to mess everything up. Bingo. <laughs> that seriously, that is living in the tension. Mm-hmm. This moment, eternity. Eternity is obviously the goal, but because eternity is so important, this moment matters. This very moment matters. The way we love people, the way we live, the way we speak to people, the choices mm-hmm. that we make, they matter mm-hmm. because eternity matters so much greater than any, anything in this world, anything we see, anything we go through. Ooh. I feel like we needed this episode to just talk all these things out. <laughs> I know. Well, oh, I love it because you and I are, we've been talking about this in real life. Mm-hmm. Like these are the conversations that we've been having in real life. The real ones. Yeah. 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 And then Carly and I were saying too, when we were together, we just want to remind everybody that we're not talking at anybody. <laughs> when we're having these conversations, it's really at ourselves yeah. and reminding ourselves of these things. Yeah. Because we're human. And we're and just inviting we... y'all to listen. <laughs> come on in come on in and listen to the things that god is trying to teach us over and over and over and over again yeah because we know the impact of how that's been with you and i yeah going back and forth and sometimes god is trying to tell us things that we'll only hear when our friend tells us Mm -hmm. when our our family member tells us Like God is talking to us through more than just like, oh, I'm praying and I hear God speaking. No, it's through the people around you, the places, the, through your home, through everything is God. Like I'm I'm trying to reach you. Literally. I'm trying to reach you. Trying to reach you. Yep. Whew. I needed right. that conversation. <laughs> it's good. I'm, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so thankful to have these conversations week after week. And this, it just matters so much. 
It matters so much. much. And we're thankful for everybody who listens. And if there are ways that we can pray for you, yeah, we mean it. What you say, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's everything for, for today. Yep. I think so too. All right, guys. We will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.